Hey, yo, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, 1019 a.m. Before we get started, we're going to play some music, not just any music, my music. We're going to play two instrumentals to start the shit off while I roll this joint up. We do have a show today, this morning. Um, it's going to be good, I think. And uh, you guys are going to like it. Um, if you checked out the last episode with the Will Smith major red flags Will Smith ignored in his 23-year marriage, I suggest you do that. And I also suggest you support the content creator who did that original video, The Superior Few. I always say A Superior Few. I don't know why. It's actually The Superior Few, okay? Music, then it's time to start the show. Art Gallery 1 and 2. Original art gallery in three, two, one.
We're not done yet. You know, P. Diddy, I'm not sure if this is true, but there was always this rumor that, like, P. Diddy was, like, the creator of the remix. Like, he made the remix. But let me tell you something. Sean P. Diddy Combs isn't the only one who's good at remixes. All right? So without further ado, Art Gallery 2, let's get it. All right, my bad. Shit, you know, 
it is what it is. You know how shit is, man. You know, I did something earlier, but I was on the I was on my route to pick up some weed, pick up some reefer, because I don't support dispensaries. I support the niggas in the streets. Fuck you talking about. Fuck these fuck these stupid ass fucking dispensaries. Seventy dollars an eighth. Nigga, go jump off of a bridge, nigga. Like seventy-five dollars an eighth. Like <laughs> the last nigga that I was dealing with. He was trying to get, like, listen, you can't get over on me, brother. Like, I don't know what the fuck these niggas was thinking. Anyway, I had to go inside and grab something to drink, some Gatorade, to be exact, to help out with the electrolytes. Strawberry Gatorade. I've never tried strawberry, I don't think. I don't think I have. It's good. It's good. It's good. Anyway, we're back, man. I had to play two instrumentals because I had shit I had to do, like roll this joint and grab something to drink. And even in the process of doing that, you know, I still didn't make it back in time. I apologize. But I'm here right now, and that's all that matters. It is 10.30 a.m. We are going to get into a video. Well, you know, we're going to get into a response audio, which is a video originally, turned into an audio I think this is like entitled entitled modern women versus traditional women, you know, and shout out to uh, Chessa Zed or however you pronounce this nigga's name. He'll say it when we play the video. Typical in a sense of what you what what people would consider traditional and what people would consider modern as in woman. All right. Let me give you an example. Activities. Okay, activities including partying, activities that includes going to the club, going to the bar, not being able to handle her liquor, um, not not being able to do anything fucking productive besides party or when it comes to things that she wants out of life, she expects it. She expects shit like that to be handed to her. Then, then you'll 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 tie this shit up to what I guess you would consider a traditional woman. All right, so a traditional woman is usually a woman who was raised by mother and father. Usually, starts off being rebellious in the sense of you know they feel they feel that <clears throat> they actually feel that they can do things without their parents. So they, they actually become re rebellious first. They don't go full whore mode, but they get a taste of it. They realize that that's not what they want. They understand that the mother and father were actually there to try and guide and support her. She understands it. She finds a nice man or she finds a guy that's willing to treat her the way that she deserves to be treated, in which traditional women in this sense don't deserve the treatment that modern women get. I can tell you that. It's just, you're not going to find a lot of traditional women. So it's all one and the same at this point. Okay. Now, her activities are different, but they're, but because women are women, it's essentially the same shit. A traditional woman knows not to really go to nightclubs and, and, and to bars because she's not really into the hookup culture shit. A traditional woman, for example, is not into hookup culture. A woman claims she's traditional, but she's out here on hinge trying to find some dick. 
Somebody need to sit her ass down, sit that dumb bitch down somewhere and, and give her a lesson about what traditionalism really is. Anyway, I'm not going to waste any time. We're going to jump right into it. And I hope you guys checked out the last episode on the major red flags Will Smith ignored in his 23-year marriage. Once again, shout out to The Superior Few. Subscribe to his channel. I mention people on this podcast for a reason. Sorry, I had to take a pull of this joint. I rolled me a nice one too, man. Rolled me a nice joint. Like a Cheech and Chong, like a Cheech and Chong banger. Like I just rolled something really special. So I really had to let that, I had to let its its herbal effects resonate, right? So anyway, <coughs> I'm high, bitch. I'm, I'm wilding. <coughs> I'm wilding. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Chess is at entitled modern woman versus traditional woman. Let's get it. Most women are trying to be the leader. That's why you can't find a man. You can't be the king in the house. Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead, lead the way. Yo, what's up, YouTube? Welcome to the Coffee Pot. My name is Shushu Zed. Drink the coffee, it'll make you feel better. Should a man lead a relationship? That's the question that hopefully by the end of this video, we're going to answer. So this was sparked by some controversial advice that singer Fantasia gave to an audience while she was a guest on The Breakfast Club. Guys, without any further delay, we're going to get into this topic. Let's get it. Singer Fantasia visited The Breakfast Club yesterday. We love Fantasia. We love The Breakfast Club. She talked about everything from her career to her new love life, but it was the 35-year-old's advice for single women that got everyone talking. Check it out. Most women are trying to be the leader. That's why you can't find a man. You can't be the king in the house. Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead, lead the way. It's a generational curse. Mm -hmm. That's, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course she's going to get in hot water. Fantasia's always been a, a talented singer. Um, I, I would say she's... I wouldn't consider her ugly. I think she's different. She's like, she's different than, than most women in a sense of she has a unique look. She has nice, beautiful lips. You know what I'm saying? She has a very unique look to her, especially as a black woman. So when and she's 35, so think about that guys. Remember when we were talking about that age, 30 to 35. Yeah. Y'all pay, pay attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pay attention. Because when a woman reaches that point, that's when she starts figuring shit out. And you can tell if a woman's genuine about it, she's going to tell everybody. So let's give Fantasia a round of applause. And how society have placed our men. Mm -hmm. And women have to, to, to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider. And so then now you are so bad. You, so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come... You lose them because you're trying to be the, the man. Okay. Ooh. So, ladies, you agree with Fantasia that women should be following Ooh. the leader. Fuck them fat bitches on uh whatever that show is, The View. Fuck them bitches. I'm going to give a shit about y'all like that. <coughs> See, I give credit where credit is due, man. If you're saying something that makes sense, it, it has to be acknowledged. Because you got so many bitches going out here on TikTok saying a whole lot of foolishness 
and they'll get millions of followers and people checking them out. But then you'll have Fantasia drop a truth bomb for y'all, and y'all want to hear it now, do y'all? I disagree because I, 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 there's two ways, there's two reasons why. Oh, here we go. I understand what she's saying in that in a relationship, it really works out better to me to be healthier when two people know their purpose and their roles in the relationship. So, you know, I'm coming to like, I'm going to help, I'm going to work because you're having a baby, so I'm going to make sure to bring home some cheddar. You just help me get fed, if, if anything, or help me take care of the baby. But I don't think it's right to stay in traditional definitions of what the... <laughs> And that right there, ladies and gents, that's the reason why everything is fucked up. Bitches want tradition from the man, but they don't want tradition in a relationship. How's that? So you want a guy who, who would essentially complete another woman's life because of everything that he's able to do. You want to take that traditional guy. It's like Will Smith, dude. It's Will Smith. In a sense that here's Will. He's as traditional as you can get for Hollywood. He was looking for. He was looking for. A traditional relationship slash marriage, right? Jada did not want it. Will. Forced it on her anyway. I know that sounds wrong, but that's not what I mean. But you guys know what I'm saying. He forced the ideal on her. She knows that that's Will Smith. She's going to be on board regardless. But then she realized that she can take advantage of the relationship. She can take advantage of the fact that Will is such a sap when it comes to Jada that this bitch started running circles on her. This is the type of relationship that some of these toxic women want. They want a relationship to where they feel a certain control over the man. And the only control that they generally have over a man is her sex. That's why with marriages, you have this thing called chore sex. Well, if the guy cuts the grass, then maybe he gets his dick sucked. Like shit like that takes place. And then... <laughs> to a woman, that's fine. Oh, well, things are getting done. He's getting what he wants. I get what I want. Okay, keep making it transactional, ho. Because that's all you're going to end up being any fucking way. And most of these bitches who talk like, well, I don't really like the traditional you know, role and sense. That's because you're already smutted out. You, you can't pair bond. You don't, you really don't have, like, in, in, in actuality, you don't have, you don't have the ability to fucking go out there, see a man, generally be interested in a man, and just want to settle down. You are made for the streets, okay? You belong to the streets. Where's Future at? We need we need the homie Future here. Stat as soon as possible, okay? Where is this motherfucker at? Where this dreadlock nigga at? Where this dreadlock having nigga ass at? Where is he? Where is he? Where is Future? I'm not going to continue this until I find a soundbite, by the way. I'm not going to continue this. Still looking. Okay. <coughs> Still looking. <coughs> by the way, the reason why I'm coughing, it's simple. Smoke weed every day. That's why. Okay. Where's Future? Future? Sir? Future? Hendrix? Hendrix? 
<laughs> Hendrix. I can't believe it. I, I There's no way that I deleted this shit. Like, I played this shit two days ago. If I could remember, I would play this every fucking episode. Oh, there you are. There you are. She belongs to the streets. Yeah. So she's going... These women want to get rid of that traditional aspect just so that they can still be thoughts and still expect a man to be quote-unquote traditional. If you don't know, now you know, nigga. You oh, know God. everywhere who we are. Let me stop. Look at her. That can lead the household to just have a purpose and then know, yo, if I'm the one bringing in the money, taking care of the house, paying the house bills, you are my king to be there and support me and take care of the kids so that I have a home to come home to and feel refuge. Yeah. I agree and disagree. I agree with, yes, they can have their roles, but I think in society where I disagree is I think in society we are so fixed on these roles and these boxes that we put ourselves in. Today, I may be the leader, and sweetheart, tomorrow, you might be the leader. So I think our roles can... The reason why bitches like her won't ever... If she's married, then she's the one controlling the guy. The guy's miserable. But he's staying with her because she's a piece of ass. But this shit right here, it, it always boggles my mind. Where a woman can say, well, these roles, these roles and what they're meant for, that's not really what it is. Maybe sometimes I want to do this. All right, bitch, you take care of me in a relationship. If you feel this way, bitch, take care of the men who are you. Take care of the men that you're in a relationship with. All you bitches talking about, you strong and independent. Start taking these niggas out. Right? Oh, you're not going to do that. No, you don't want to do that. You ain't going to. You're not, you're not going to take. You're not going to take the nigga out, but you want to wear the pants in a relationship. Okay, I get it. You're not going to spend a dime on a man, but you think you're the one calling the shots in the relationship. Okay. Just because you deck, you, you, just because you dangle some used up twat to a man, you think you can get anything you want, including the control of the relationship. Okay. Bitches are gatekeepers of the relationships for, I mean, no, bitches, bitches are gatekeepers of sex for a reason, and they failed. They fail at gatekeeping. They fail. Like, they can't guard shit. Any guy who appears to be something, she gonna open the gates for him. That's fact. Today, today, that's all you're gonna really deal with. So, like, in online dating, you're competing. You're just competing on the exterior. You can't display good characteristics on online dating. You can't. So, it's all about looks, money, and status just off the door. LMS, looks, money, status, that's off the rip when you go on online dating, right? The women can be shaped like a fucking refrigerator. The woman can be shaped like a tool shed. She will always have a guy trying to do something. These traditional <coughs> roles... <coughs> Traditional roles, I bet you a bitch, I bet you this goofy asshole, because she never thought about it like this. All right, if we just get rid of all the traditional roles, who's providing? You? Are you sure you are going to provide for me? <laughs> bitch, go somewhere. Jump off a bridge. With, 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 with a life jacket on and a parachute, because we want you to survive and learn from the experience, bitch. We're not trying to kill women. Learn from it, though. Jump off a bridge with a parachute. 
and a life jacket. Just, just get a thrill. Go to fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Go get a drill. Go back on the cock carousel. Cause you're defeated. Anybody that tries to tell a woman like this anything logical, just get ready for a tongue lashing. Cause you can tell this is the this is the Hispanic chick. They're always combative. Like, look, I know this is gonna sound bad. Look, listen. It's gonna sound bad, whatever. Who the fuck cares? Like, black women are loud and problematic, but they're not completely like they'll never be deplorable, meaning undateable. There will be a guy who will fuck one, date one, marry the right one. Most guys will say that. Hispanic women, depending on how they're raised, they can either be 100% on board with whatever you're doing, or they'll be problematic at best. That's all. If if she's raised in a setting around a lot of blacks, because Hispanics and, and Af, quote unquote African-Americans are one and the same. People should know that. The language barrier and the culture changes things, but the original ancestry and roots remain the same. Can't change it. Can't rewrite history. Cocksucker. Anyway, if they're raising around niggas, because they niggas, they light-skinned niggas. Hispanics, original light-skinned niggas. You, he you heard it first. Anyway, those niggas, when they hang around with niggas and they grow up in like the, the streets, they grow up being just as bad as black women, if not worse. Okay. I'm just saying. So this chick who's talking, she's just that representation of problematic just to be problematic. Like if, like I said before, take away provider. Okay, men don't provide anymore. Who's going to provide for the relationship? Watch that bitch complain. Conditional femininity. Well, I need a man to support me. But what happened to the traditional rules that you're against, sweetheart? Bitch, all you got to do is just sit there and receive the shit and shut up. You don't even really have to put in any work. Give the man some pussy. Learn how to cook. The end. Give the man pussy. Learn how to cook. Don't be a cunt. The end. Credits. Change from day to day <laughs> with, from time to the, time with the audience. How perfect is that? With the fucking audience. Wow. There are things Changing that rules. I have strengths in, and there are things that he has strengths in, but some days they might flip. So I All right, so... Um, I just want to comment on what's happening so far. Um, this is typical when it comes to conversations of who should be head of a relationship in today's con in today's conversations with modern women, right? It always comes down to, well, why can't we both lead? That's what the conversation always comes down to, right? Today I can be the leader, tomorrow you can be the leader. But the problem is that's just not the way life works, right? There's no other part of life where everybody takes turns being a boss at work, a supervisor, an executive. Uh. And keep in mind, <coughs> women don't want to run the relationship. A woman who really likes the man, she's not going to want to run shit. She's going to want to sit back, relax, and, and, and allow this guy to do what he does for her, which is understandable. When bitches decide to want to compete, and this is all this shit is, strong and independent woman thinks she can do it all, well, I can run the relationship too. Bitch, stay where you at. Just, just stop. There's always a woman somewhere trying to rewrite history, or one of these fucking woke motherfuckers who, who just, who believes being woke, and like, 
I told I told people I got a tattoo that says woke on it. But it's it's a long story of why I got it. And I have I do have a the pyramid in all C and I and shit. People will go, Oh well, that's Illuminati cult. No, it ain't shut the fuck up. Niggas don't know shit. Motherfuckers gotta do a lot of research and do a lot of studying and dissimilisms. Because there was a lot of origin to what we would call symbols, and it would be a nefarious meaning, or it would be something completely opposite. For example, the swastika. The swastika is a known um, symbol that's used in India, in, um, in India, and it actually is a representation, or it's a symbolism of the sun, and it's actually a welcoming greeting. That that symbol is a is a symbol of greeting. You see what I mean? The Krauts, goose stepping niggas, Germans and shit, they took it made it into a, a very known, hateful, <laughs> offensive symbol. You know what I'm saying? So it's always funny to me how like how our our whole our whole structure of dating is fucked up. Because one minute a man controls it, but then on the other instant, if you think about it, women really control it because dating just equals possibility of sex. Or dating could just equal a chick that I'm fucking that I take out every now and then. See, that's what that's what dating sort of translates to, whether man or woman. A woman can say, oh, oh, we're just dating because she's not fucking him. She's just using him for his resources. I mean, his resources. Or she can say, oh, yeah, well, we're dating, which means he's fucking her. She's enjoying it. And she's also being taken out. Okay. <laughs> take notes. You know, pilot, co-pilot, um, a team player doesn't decide, oh, today I want to be the coach, right? There's no part of life where there's a head, whether it's a business, a company, institution. And one day, one of the people who doesn't typically lead is just like, you know what? I'm the leader today, right? Why can't we just alternate? When it comes to relationships, women think that it should work differently from the way real life operates, right? Same thing all the time without fail. Let's get back into the video. I just don't want to box myself into my role here is that I do this, this, <laughs> yeah. and that. I don't want to do that. That's why I hate like labels and well, which one are you? Are you the alpha or She hates, oh boy. She hates labels. Doesn't that sound familiar, guys? Sounds a little bit like Jada, doesn't it? She hates labels. See, Will Smith and Jada Pickett are not husband and wife. They're life partners. That's how she said it their life partners <clears throat> in other words translation when she leaves will smith which she probably will she'll probably take half of what he has and he'll always be there whether she likes it whether she or he likes it or not yeah they're life partners all right they're in it to the bitter end and will smith from what we heard last night from what i did last night i mean that's a that's a fucked up situation you can't you can't unfuck yourself up out of that you can't unfuck yourself out of that fuck up. But, you know, she doesn't believe in labels. <coughs> Translation, she's for the streets. She doesn't believe labels. She doesn't want the girl. She wants, and this is just most women, dude. I hate to say it, and I'm not even going to say bitches and hoes. This is just most women. They want the benefit of a relationship, but they don't want the responsibility of a relationship. It's similar to women who say they want to get married. They want 
they want the pageantry of the marriage. They want the wedding of the marriage, but they don't want the responsibility of a marriage. Once, once there's a, once there's a general responsibility, that's when a woman will tell you, oh, well, why can't it be, why can't, you know, why can't we just make it, like, bitches will have open relationships, given her choice, like Jada, I gotta mention Jada, because that's just a wicked-ass bitch, that's who Jada, Jada Pickett is just a wicked woman, she knew that she didn't want what she had or what she has with Will Smith, but she went along for the ride because, well, it's Will Smith. And then she figured out that this guy was head over heels. This dude, well, if you really think about it, and if I, and I thought about it last night, Jada's not over Tupac. Even to a point where Willow, the daughter, wrote a letter to Pac as if Pac is in Cuba, like how everybody says it. I think I think that was kind of a funny part because I know a lot of conspiracy theorists will go nuts. It's confirmed Tupac is still alive. Willow, the daughter, why would she write a letter to someone that doesn't? Because bitches are off the hook like that. They write letters and shit like that. Well, you're like, like me, I grew up, I grew up school wise during a during a very like fascinating time. Like I, I graduated middle school two thousand and two, graduated elementary school two thousand. And during that time, as you can expect, there was no social media. Um, even like when graduating middle school and getting into high school, it, it became, you know, America Online Instant Messenger. Then not too long in high school, I think 2004, maybe 2003 or some shit like that, MySpace came out. So things were kind of building up. But before that, <clears throat> if you had to talk to a bitch in the classroom, we was passing notes. And bitches, bitches were the ones that started that shit. <clears throat> this is one chick. I, I'll never forget her. Right. Um, She, you know, she was a she was a cute chick. She was like a she was a nice built. Uh, redhead chick and she used to always write write me letters and shit but it, it was always like weird it was dumb shit like she showed interest but it was just she was she was talking too much about herself but we talked we actually talked during one lunch and she was cool we actually hung out we hung out a little bit after school and shit during that time but i just remember saying to myself like damn like it's Cause like you look at it today, it's like no, a letter, niggas is text messaging each other. Nah, man, back in those days, niggas didn't have phones like that. If you had phones, if you were in like, for example, if you were in high school and you had like a nice phone, then that represented that you were privileged. Because obviously, you didn't have a job. Niggas is in high school, and I mean like earlier ninth, tenth grade. So niggas wasn't getting jobs at that time like that. Or at least jobs that were legitimately paying them. Probably some under the table shit. But it's funny because like no text messaging and motherfuckers was just writing letters. That's all niggas was doing, right? Passing letters around the classroom. And motherfuckers. Some people would get caught 
One teacher, I know he was notorious. He's a piece of shit. I wish I knew his name. Italian motherfucker. He was a real piece of garbage, yo. Disgraziad. This motherfucker. He would find note. He would he would he would find notes, or like he would catch somebody passing a note, and then he would read it. He would read it out loud. <laughs> Those were the good old days. Niggas was getting bullied in high school. Niggas was getting beat the fuck. There was one kid. <coughs> I ain't feel sorry for this motherfucker though, because he was a dumbass. This one kid, he always be coming in. He'll come in, tell motherfuckers he's a gang member and shit. You know what I mean? That was that was that was his go-to move to try to punk niggas. Well, I'm a part of such and such. I ain't gonna say what you know what it was, but he used to always go into school and talk that shit. He had the bandana on and all that. And during that time, <clears throat> when I was in high school, dipset and shit was like huge. You feel me? Dipset was huge at that time, so everybody was wearing red and <clears throat> getting involved on getting involved on that tip. And then Snoop, and then like Snoop, Daz, uh, corrupt, you know, DPG, and a lot of like you know, a lot of Crip niggas and shit was coming out, and then like Young Jeezy and shit was coming out. So then motherfuckers started wearing, you know, blue and shit. So that, that's when that whole thing got started. But this motherfucker would come in. One day he'll have on all blue. Next day he'll come in having it, having on all red. By that Friday, motherfuckers, both niggas from both sides would jump this nigga by the end of the week. It was like broadcasted. You know what I'm saying? I was I was just <laughs> I was just along for the ride because like I said, high school ain't shit, man. High school is just one big fucking waste of time. <laughs> like really, if you think about it, and this is just me. This is just my this is just my mentality and my way of thinking, right? If I had control, I would make high school. I would have high school split in half. Half of the high school is employed. The other half of the high school isn't employed. And what I would have is a is a school system that includes academia and actual companies and organizations involved with it to give a lot of these motherfuckers jobs while going to school. So you're essentially teaching a 14, 15, 16-year-old how to make money and save money earlier on while he's being educated, <clears throat> which will open up the floodgates to, to jobs and that um, continuity of going to school, getting educated, and also having a job because of the education, so on and so forth. It's simple shit. Motherfuckers never put two and two together. They'll have a motherfucker go through four years of unnecessary teachings High school, like, and I went to a vocational school, so I took graphic communications, which is essentially broken down to just printing. It's called print class or, or print shop. And, <clears throat> like, looking back, I mean, I guess I could have took it more serious, but I ain't give a fuck, bro. I ain't give a shit. 
during that time, because I was trying to get into a lot of classes. I just never, I never was able to get into them. I was trying to get into building trades. I did the exploratory uh, stage. A lot of people who understand like vocational, they'll, they'll understand the, the terminologies. Um, exploratory is, <clears throat> exploratory is when you pick three, you pick three uh, shops, you, you, you pick three classes and, and there's like a whole bunch. There's plumbing, electrical construction, um, electrician or electronics, um, Cisco, a plus, which is computers and shit, <clears throat> drafting, printing, advertising arts, auto mechanics, diesel mechanics, veterinarian, and cosmetology. I'm surprised I know all of them still to this day. I graduated that school 2006. But anyway, it's all those classes, right? You know, and my first three. I remember being building trades, electrical construction, and Cisco, or A+. Failed tremendously at A+. Didn't think, <laughs> I, I kind of knew that was kind of like the wild card, but that was the one that I was the most interested in, because I know out of most of those, those courses, that one's going to offer you the most money if you're good at what you do. I failed that. And at that time, I was young. So when I failed that, I said, fuck it. I don't really give a shit about anything else. My mom wasn't letting me go back to my school, my hometown, because I was pretty much I was pretty much a wild card out here. I would be liable to do any fucking thing <clears throat> at that particular time, 16, 17. So I just stayed there. And then I retook the courses. I went through everything again. Um, found printing. Decided, fuck it, I'll do that. And just, and really just fooled around for like the next two, three years and just graduated. <laughs> it was just a big blur of motherfuckers fucking around, smoking weed, skateboarding after school, smoking after school, and then repeating it throughout the week. I missed those. I, I missed the routine of that. You know what I mean? Because there was always... Like, in a sense of, like, when you become a quote-unquote adult, right, <clears throat> that sort of, you know, buddy-buddy atmosphere or just people coming together, hanging out, just at a common thought and belief, that shit is almost rare today. But in places like high school, you'll just see it on a daily, on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't know why I'm talking about this shit. I am high. I really do need to get back into this video. I apologize. <laughs> sometimes I'm the alpha and sometimes I want my husband to lead. And there's times where I'm like, nah, I got this. See, woman can't be alpha. A woman can't be alpha in a relationship. Oh, she can she can claim like 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 yo, she can she can claim she's alpha just on the sake of her attitude. But she ain't shit, because if a guy comes with that same energy, she'll be hiding under a table somewhere. Or saying that that guy's aggressive. Where her energy and her attitude the whole time is aggressive. She's confrontational. You can tell she's problematic. You can tell she's fucking useless. 
she really doesn't have nothing to offer anybody. And she's talking about she wants to be the leader. You can't lead anything. You can't even lead an intelligent conversation of any value. It's guys, I'm not going to keep pausing a bunch of times, but I have to say this Cook. about this chick Fucking right here. Cooker. When a woman talks about how sometimes I'm the alpha and you can Cook be her. the alpha. Go ahead. That's a woman who basically is the leader in majority of relationships that she's in. Why? Because she gets in relationships with guys who she can manipulate and control. That's just what it is. Let's keep watching. Doesn't that sound familiar, guys? I, now I'm going to have to keep pausing it. Doesn't that sound like uh, Jada Pickett? If y'all didn't check out the last episode, y'all need to check that shit out. Sounds just like her because she found a perfect target in Will Smith now, didn't she? I don't, I don't want to be boxed in or feel like, well, if I decide today, well, then I'm not going to have a man because I have something to say. And that is, I, I think it gives the feeling that makes you feel like, Ugh. I think it depends on the type of woman you are and the type of man you are. Mm. There are men out there that are alpha male. Yeah. And if you are dating an alpha male and you don't like that, then you need to let him know up front and you need to know what you are getting yourself into. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Only because I married an alpha male. I did. Adam Housley is an alpha male. <laughs> he loves to lead. <laughs> but guess what? I love seeing him lead. Yeah. I Uh-oh. There's her comp there, there. I was about to say, where's the traditional woman at? But once she started talking about her man being alpha, I was like, oh, okay, I know where this is going. Because women with common fucking sense are going to say, <clears throat> first of all, a woman with common sense, in my humble opinion, woman with common sense will not say that she wants a beta male unless she's finished and she knows that those are the only guys that are going to appease her. Those are the only guys who are going to try to win over her affection. But some women with common sense, and it's not like, and I'm using alpha male because they're using alpha. Really, it's a man with dominant personality traits. <clears throat> a man with submissive personality traits is more beta. This is the reason why a woman in her right mind will never say that she wants a beta unless, unless... She wants to run game and manipulate and see what she can get from him. Let him lead. That's the, that makes that's sense. Because I'm okay with that. But see? he also knows that he married a very strong, compassionate, and feisty black woman. And he loves seeing that but too. But she so submits. When I see like it's a little like push, pull, push, pull. I'm like, oh. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, see... And it's more important because it's a black woman saying this. So maybe black women need to hear this shit worldwide, right? You can be you can be strong to an extent and you can be independent to an extent. But what's the point of a guy being with an independent woman? It won't add up. It doesn't it wouldn't make sense. So she still has that she has the aspect of being driven and being independent, but she likes being led by the man that she's with. Message. Right. I'll let you. Damn, I'll, I'll, let you I'll let you reserve the, you know, the, the reservation. And then you guys have great sex after all the wrestling, huh? Absolutely. 
He's busting those cheeks. <laughs> I have to be honest, right? I gotta be like transparent. I hate that term, like busting cheeks. I I heard uh, who says that shit a lot. Some chick, some chick says it a lot. And the way she says it, because she's attractive, she can say it. But when guys say it, it's always weird. Like, yeah, busting them cheeks. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That sounds like some jailhouse shit, nigga. Jailhouse. Like, that can give the wrong message to single women as to why they're single. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I didn't uh -oh. women that have uh -oh. fans uh -oh. trying to give it's advice to single women. Because that's not why you're single, sweetie. So stop listening to the... I'm tired. Listen, uh -oh. I am tired, she says, of... Women with men trying to give advice to single women. <laughs> um, how can I say this the different way? I'm tired of people who are educated trying to talk to people who aren't educated about how to become educated, right? I'm tired of experienced people giving advice to non-experienced people. It doesn't make sense, man. I don't like this coffee. This coffee smells like shit. But that's like... Out of shape, stereotypical black woman, out of shape. Then you have the productive, in a way, she's like the positive stereotype. Because this, this is what, like, black women who understand what's going on. And whatever they decide, whoever they date, whoever, whoever they decide to be with themselves, fine. But they're raised different. They're not raised the same way that a hood booger bitch is raised. So her father, who nine times out of ten was in her life, taught her the importance of being with a strong man, a man with a solid backbone, and how in a lot of situations you as the woman have to become that backbone. And that's the old school, you know, grandpa, grandma way of you know raising the children and shit like that and it worked for a reason did it not sure grandpa was probably out here smashing smashing younger bitches but he still came back he was still the provider for the family today you don't even have that today the baby mother's provider is government the baby mother's father the baby mother's uh the the baby's stepfather is now in the government the men who are essentially just turned into to to sperm donors are incarcerated when they actually want to be a part of the child's life this shit happens on the regular man This shit happens on the fucking regular. People, okay? There's a lot of factors to why there are a lot of single women, especially in the African-American community. <laughs> we're talking about um, jobs for black men to be able to leave. When we're talking about the fact that you have a lot of um, single women in mass incarceration. So please... All false. Every single one of the statistics is wrong. Wrong. Cook. Right. Cook. 
cooker. Majority of black men, mm-hmm. on average, out earn black women. Uh huh. They're fit to be leaders. You just won't let them lead because you're difficult. He said it, not me. He said it, not me. Number one, the 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 problem that for the black women. For the black women who probably could empathize with what a black man goes through, she could be, in fact, a a worthy half. But the problem is those women are too problematic. Like I said earlier, she's going to want to compete against you. She's not going to compete alongside of you. She's going to actually turn the tables and go against you. Just so she can say she's got an upper hand. Just for she just, just just for her to say she got the upper hand on you and you're not as strong as you think you are. Like bitches always want to challenge a man on that level. Right? And I've always been confused about this shit because later on. Later on, these bitches are miserable, man. Had to put this joint out. Later on in life, these bitches are miserable. They don't know what the fuck. They don't know which way is up. They're all fucked up in the game at the end of the day. And I tell guys, don't don't empathize or sympathize with these bitches. You can't. Because you know him. You know, in in that logical brain of yours, that she's had opportunities to get married. She's had opportunities to find great guys. Her selection was fucked up. Her selection was trash. Her pussy was probably trash, which is why she always fucked niggas that ain't shit. It's always those Tommy Lauren, red flag, human red flag. When you say every guy isn't shit because of two bitches or two guys, something's wrong with you. Okay. Something's wrong with you. And see, unlike these other niggas who never seen pictures of you before who you became, it's easy for you to portray yourself as something that you're not. It's like if a woman is overweight and has low self-esteem, she can lose all the weight and be like a complete upgrade but she'll always have that mindset of what she was. That's low self-esteem. Some of the bitches who act arrogant, cocky, and all this other shit, they got the low self-esteem. Because I know people who you would say are cocky, but they just carry themselves different. If you were ta- if you were to talk to them, you'd realize how humble they are as people. But it's the image of how you see them or how somebody else sees them. Problem in this country is not racism. I want to go on a side rant. It's my social political portion of this episode. Problem in this country is not racism. Problem in this country is prejudice. The problem in this country is prejudgment. But the but the 
But the kicker to it is prejudgment can save your life. You know what I mean? Prejudgment or prejudging somebody could in fact save your life. Or prejudging somebody could in fact prevent you from getting into certain situations with certain people. That's just how now we'll connect it to race because it's the closest it's it's the most obvious change of what we would consider appearance to be. You know, our 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 skin shell of one another. The first major difference somebody would see is, hey, he's a different color. So by race, that's our race, color, however fuck you want to put it, it. It's a major it's a it's a thing you can easily tie into whatever prejudice is or to prejudge anybody. So like September 11th, for example. Middle Easterns and shit were all prejudged, right? In the most fucked up, heinous, disrespectful way possible. And a lot of people in this country should be ashamed of themselves. Now, I'm not standing up for Middle Easterns for the sake of them being Middle Easterns. I'm standing up for them for the sake of them being human beings that been in this country and that been bringing shit. They've been productive. They've been very successful to a point of bringing their family members from where they're at to wherever they're at and whatever they own, which is usually a gas station or a corner store. Don't call me a racist. That's just the fucking truth. Or they're like IT computer motherfuckers, right? Real shit, I know. Because Indians are still Asians, technically, through the continent. Trust me, I'm in the, I'm in the loop of this shit. I know what's going on. Um, that's my thing now. I'm, I'm a, I have to reassure. I'm going to use like... I'm going to use catchphrases of just reassurance, just so you guys know that I know what I'm talking about, all right? So, when September 11 happened, everybody was looking at whoever was Middle Eastern, then it was this Islamic, Islamic, whatever they call it, Islamophobia, people that who were afraid of Muslims and shit, that's really, niggas who were afraid of Islam and Muslims, that's pretty much what it was. I fuck with them. I'm just not cut from their cloth, and I acknowledge that. But I don't. I don't consider myself an enemy of no man because of his religious beliefs. Just like I wouldn't, even though I dislike liberals that much. Like I dislike liberals that much, but even to even to an extent with them, I I wouldn't. I don't hate them. I, I strongly disagree with their way of thinking when it comes to politics. That's all it is. I got friends who were, I got friends who considered themselves um, liberals. And then I found out one of them turned into a, a fucking Bernie Sanders supporter. And then I had to tell him that he's pretty much a commie at this point. And I respect him for it. It's just, you're not a liberal anymore. And he got offended. <laughs> So we had this, we didn't argue, but it's, it's just guys bullshitting, but bullshitting, but not really bullshitting. I don't know if people will understand what I mean by that. You know, somebody long enough. If you know somebody long enough that you can get away with saying the most disrespectful shit because the other person knows you're only doing it just out of the fact of fucking with him. So we went back and forth with this shit. And you know me, I tell motherfuckers all day, Trump, you feel me? I tell niggas that from the rip. People I don't know or, or women I don't want to be around, I just mentioned Trump, they go away. It's like a it's like a 
You know what I mean? It, it's like a roach or, or, or like a, a spray repellent for bugs, bitch. It just gets them, scatters them away and shit. But um, <laughs> he was telling me how he was like, yeah, Bernie, he's going to legalize marijuana. And matter of fact, he was the first person that I told him. I told him, I told another, I told another one of my friends. I was only off by like a year. I told him at that time, I was like, yeah, we're not going to get, we're not going to get anything legal for like another four years, bro. And at this time it was 2016. No, it was 2017. It was after, it was after Trump won. But I was telling him that like, yo, marijuana in a sense of, recreational use it won't be legal here for another four or five years he's like nah man it's gonna be i'm like listen i told him and i was right about this we may get medicinal i mean yeah we may get like you know medical actually no we may get medical marijuana but of course we're not going to be able to get it they're going to have some system that's going to happen first there's not going to be any legal legalization or anything like that going on until further down the line he didn't want to believe it and I was right. And he's like one of those dickheads. I love him to death, though. I wouldn't mention his name, but I'm not going to. I don't want to put his name out there. Love him to death, though. But <laughs> he's one of those people that he he knows everything until he doesn't. And when he doesn't, he always has a different reaction to it. Like, he won't acknowledge that you're right, but in a way, he'll say that he's wrong. <laughs> Fucking Bernie Sanders, commie, commie boy, commie man. Anyway, uh, let's get back into this video because we still got a good amount left. I wanted to stop this before 12, so hopefully we'll be able to do so. They out earn you on average. And also the mass incarceration thing also falls, right? But... Go off, Lonnie Love. Don't feel bad that because maybe you're a little bossy, a little mouthy, exactly. that you can't find somebody. All right, guys, so there you have it. That was the real discussing the topic of should men lead relationship. It's amazing that that show lasted eight seasons before finally getting canceled. But of Girl. course, you know, it was targeted towards women who love avoiding accountability mm -hmm. and living in denial. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Avoiding accountability and living in denial. Avoiding accountability and living in denial. Think about that. That's just the truth. Most women who tune into shows like this don't like to drink the bitter coffee of truth. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> but before I give you guys my final conclusion about this topic, I want to look at a few of these ladies' background, right? When it comes to their relationships and their opinions. First, let's look at Tamara, who's been married to Adam Husley for over 10 years. Now, I want to start with her because she was the only one that seemed to be making sense throughout the conversation. She understood that there are men out there who won't let a woman take charge. In fact, most men... I'll go as far as to say prefer to be the head in a relationship, right? Now, whether they've built the skills to be that man and be respected, that's a whole different topic. But this is what I want you guys to focus on right now. The woman who made the most sense has been married 
the longest and also seems like she respects her man, right? Looks like she's happily married. That's to Well, just off of that observation, I mean, the, the truth is in the science. All motherfuckers would have to do, like, look, look at it like this, right? <clears throat> a woman who's going to talk bitter about men, if she's married, she's miserable. If she's not married, she's miserable because she's not married to become truly miserable. She'll never truly understand, in that case, what a good man is and what a good man can do for her. Because of either, like I said, her pre-selection and men are trash. Her pussy's trash. She's trash. She does nothing. She sits on her computer. She sits on her phone. She, she'll, she'll, she'll sit around on her phone, on Instagram, doing live videos, putting on makeup, being, being essentially meaningless. Right? But because she has something in between her legs... There's enough men who will compete in a fucking Royal Rumble over the bitch's time and attention. While most of the time in return, she's taking your time, attention, money, resources, and, and just your soul. <laughs> your, your Next, we'll take a look at Jenny Mai. Now, even though Jenny Mai in this video sounded like a modern woman, she would later, because that was 2019, right? She would later change her tune after getting divorced and marrying her current husband, Jeezy. In 2021, Jenny Mai admitted, and I quote, I didn't respect my ex-husband. He wasn't my equal. Jeezy is my equal. He checked, changed me, and gave me a baby, right? Keyword in that. Now, y'all niggas know Jeezy. I mentioned Jeezy. When did I mention Jeezy? I did mention Jeezy sometime. Probably in the last episode I didn't even upload yet. But um, Jeezy is a street nigga. Niggas know young Jeezy used to be called young Jeezy, became Jeezy, of course, because he's not young anymore, understandably. And um, became very successful. Successful. Um, he had the, I think he still has the record label or something like that, the record company. He got in the business, met this, that, that chick is Asian, actually. That chick, yeah, she's Asian. So I, she's completely westernized. She's the Asian that's the closest thing to a white chick, essentially, when it comes to expectations. You know what I mean? But she met Jeezy, who Jeezy, like I said, on a on a street level, he would be considered he would be he would be considered like your Tyrone, essentially, right? But he has a lot of money. He has a lot of credibility. You know, a lot of people will still play his music. I would still play his music. Because a lot of his shit at that time was was different than a, than a lot of music coming out down south. But anyway, she was willing to settle. Well, she didn't even set. She came up, but she was able to come up and also be humbled by a man who obviously has more insight and more money. And she she eventually submitted. That's all. That's all she's pretty much saying. He checked her. He checked her. He put her in her place. Right. She made that statement publicly. And if that wasn't enough, Jenny Mai, a few years later, would actually make a public statement and confess that she 
wants to submit to her husband. I want to give you guys the actual definition of submit. And then I want to explain how I see this. So the actual definition of submit is to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. So I'm going to say right here that I, Jeannie Mai, going into my marriage, I want to submit to my man. Let me explain. When I hear this definition, like you just said, Adrian, (laughs) submitting has a negative connotation. It means that you are less. You notice how you notice how that woman said, wow, because she remembered that incident back then. They all, all they do is sit on stage and talk about each other's lives. Like bitches, that's what bitches do for entertainment, dude. Like, think about it. <laughs> bitches sit around, talk about themselves, living the lifestyle, and all these cackling ass hoes are in the audience clapping. They all doing the same stupid shit. Right? And they do this shit five days a week. And they have an audience. They had eight seasons, I think. They talked about eight seasons. It was probably another show. But I think it was this show that they finally canned. Hopefully it is. Because God, man, this shit was terrible to listen to. But that bitch was surprised because she remembers when that bitch was talking about all that shit when it comes to men and being the alpha and not submitting and not going along with the traditional role. She remembers that. That's why she's saying it. Important, you are lower than that person that you're submitting to. It usually can be like, you know, referenced as somebody who works lower than you. And that's not what I'm referring to here. But what I really learned in my life for my definition of marriage, I'm not saying what I want works for everybody. I'm saying for me, I'm a very dominant woman. I own my business. I lead my teams. I played my own manager, my own publicist, my own lawyer when I didn't have money to have those people. So I make the decisions in my life. When I come home, I I, I like the idea that my man leads us. That doesn't mean- She's a girl. Let me just, before we end this, before we end, I'm about to say, before we end this relationship, (laughs) before we end this episode, right? (laughs) She's a girl at the end of the day. This is all a man has to remember when it comes to women. They are girls. Literally, they're children on the inside. A bitch who just goes out there and works 24-7, she's miserable. She's not capable of doing that in a way a man does it. Because a man looks at it, like the way I look at work is something I just have to do. It's a means of survival in a sense. You know what I mean? I'm just able now to sort of breeze through it more knowing what I need to do. You know what I mean? With women, they they could do that, but they would be either just party animals. They would spend time sleeping around, and that's what usually happens. Women who get to a point where all they do is work, they don't they they'll prevent themselves from finding the guy, only to complain about it ten years later when surprise nobody wants you at the age that you're at. When you're twenty three, you are something to look at. Thirty three, uh. You know what I'm saying? That's just the reality of shit. When women, when women finally, like I said, when they finally understand this shit, they're older. Like that woman, she's older now, right? She's about to get married to a man that she said that she actually respects. 
she said before that she didn't respect her last husband. And I think that's the trick that women use to control men. They'll get married to guys that they like, but guys that they don't really respect. So it's guys that they'll never take orders from. It's actually a guy that they'll talk back to. And the, that guy will usually not want to get into a full-blown argument. So he just complies just to shut the woman up. And and that's how that's how they get through their marriage. Eventually to a point to where they want to find something better. And the divorce rate of women is 70%. All right. So that should explain that. Um, she's a girl in a sense of... She owns. She she told you all of her accolades, which I just sat there and went, okay, good for you, good for you, good for you. Nothing really meaningful, good for you. But then when she got back home, she said she's comfortable with her man being in control because she's a little girl. She needs somebody in control over even a small portion of her life. If there's a guy who's just the, at the least bit halfway concerned about what the fuck her well-being is, she's cool. Right. She can't be she doesn't want to be in control of everything, including her marriage. What a surprise. Because at the end of being this strong, successful, independent woman, she wants to be under a man. I'm going to say that again to the strong, successful, independent women at the end of the day, whether it's the physical day or is the day of, 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 of life and death. You bitches will wait till you're 35, 40, damn near decrepit, damn near decaying to finally talk about what you expect from a man because you've worked hard and you felt you earned it. Bitch, get out of here. Bitch, get out of here. Go somewhere with that. Go somewhere with that. Nothing major with this episode. Really just short video. Nothing, like I said, nothing spectacular. I do plan on doing another episode tonight. Same time, same, I think, I think same, same perimeter when it comes to time, uh, hour 15, maybe hour 20 minute episode later on tonight. And I'll start that shit, um, nine, nine o'clock from nine to nine 30. And then I'll finish the episode at 10, 15 from 10, 15 to probably 11. So 45, yeah, somewhere near it, whatever. As always, man, it's a. It was raining earlier. It stopped raining, but it's still pretty shitty out. Fifty-two degrees Fahrenheit. So I know tonight is going to be a cold one. For right now, it's eleven thirty-five a.m. And I'm getting ready to finish this episode. Have this. I'm actually going to have this uploaded before I go to work. Actually, so I'll be able to do that. I have this shit uploaded. Before I go to work. That way I can have that out of the way. And then whatever I record tonight. Whatever I record tonight. I'll still probably upload it the next morning. So I'm going to keep doing it that way. And then while I'm uploading that episode. I'm actually doing another episode. But as I always say. It's been another day. In the meantime and in between time. And until next time. Which will be probably like close to 10 hours from now. Jersey Judah. Red Pill Party Podcast. Signing out. Peace.